Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Presented by Big Q's World. Here's where we talk about consumer technology, everyday life struggles, pop culture, latest news stories, and whatever else that goes on inside of Big Q's brain. All right, Geekazoids, it's going down right now. Here's your host, Big Q. What up, 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 y'all? Listen, I'm trying to get this podcast recorded, and I'm saying I didn't have my stuff set up. Everything was set up uh, for my smart guy stuff. Because I don't really get a chance to do the BQW on it often. But this is the BQW. Big Q's World Podcast. I'll be your boy, Big Q. This is my world. It's my podcast. <laughs> so uh, we're going to talk about some stuff tonight. I'm actually really, really glad um, to be here tonight. Because I, I, I watched a lot of stuff over the last couple of weeks. I mean, that we got to talk about a Super Bowl performance. Uh, we got to talk about... Oh, power, uh, Bel Air. Uh, oh my God, it's so much, it's so much stuff. So, I, but you know, we gonna keep it. We gonna keep it for the culture today. I'm gonna try to try to calm myself down because, man, um, I was just really, really, really excited to be uh, on the show, doing the show tonight. Because um, I, I need, I know, I need to get back to being uh, more consistent with this particular. Uh, podcast, um, and I promise I will do that. I was trying to stick to a every other week schedule, and so, so I was, talk- I was talking to a guy. A guy's been trying to help me with my podcast growth, and uh, so you know, he's, me, me, and me and my partner Keo, we talked about this the other night off air, and uh, like, like the guy's been talking to me about growing the podcast, smart guys, and the BQW, and. Um, so I've been listening to him and, you know, and I mean, listen, these dudes are supposed to know what they, they're talking about. He was saying, hey, every other week ain't going to work. Your your audience want to hear what you got to say and they don't want to wait 14 days to do so. Uh, he actually suggested that I do the BQW twice a week, but I don't know, man. I have to figure out what I would talk about uh, two, two nights, two nights a week. But but there's a lot of TV to talk about. Like I said, like, like. Really wrapped up in this power stuff, I, I, and we we and we gonna get into it. We gonna talk about it. Uh, like I said, power, uh, Bel Air. I, I just I just finished the first three episodes of of Bel Air, and <laughs> there's some stuff there. It, it's there's some there's some there's some stuff, and, and we're gonna talk about that as as well. Um, again, uh, a lot of controversy. I don't know if it's controversy. It's a controversy. Is is it, it depends on which side of the fence you sit on. Old school hip hop dudes like myself, and I, you know, try not to show my age, but it's kind of hard nowadays when everything's turning gray. But uh, we got to see one of our icons, you know, and a couple of our, you know our legends finally make it to the big stage of the Super Bowl. And after I've watched the performance a few times, you know, I noticed some things, and I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> we'll talk about it. We'll get into it. You know what I'm saying? But first, let's get some house clean, uh, housekeeping done. Hey, listen, man. Uh, for everybody who follow me and follow what I do, uh, I definitely appreciate it. Anybody who's new, listen to this podcast for the first time, seeing me on YouTube or Twitter or Twitch or where, where, where the hell else are we? We on Twitch? We on YouTube? We on Facebook? We on Twitter? Yeah. So if you're watching that, man, hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. Join this little crusade that I'm on right now. Uh, me and my homies, uh, we will uh, be uh, doing some more stuff. I mean, we, we try, I'm, I'm just trying to find my groove. You know? <laughs> That's what we're trying to do. Trying to find my groove. And um, 
And look at this. You can find me on Twitter at Big Q's World, Instagram at Big Q's World, all that stuff at Big Q's World. Sit on the screen right there. Uh, so just check me out. Check out what I'm doing. Um, so, you know, you went to your nerdy stuff. We got the smart guy stuff of that. You went to some cultural stuff. Hi, look, BQW. That's what it's about. Uh, and I ain't scared to get into it on a BQW. I will, she, I will, I will get into it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like one of the first things I want to talk about tonight. And, I, you know, and, and, I'm just I'm just gonna go in because that's what we do here. I'm just gonna go in and dive right into it, right? So I was I was thinking about so Coachella, you know, Coachella's been a pretty dope little concert in the desert for you know a few years now. There's been some legendary stuff that happened. We actually saw the first time that the Wu Tang Clan had kind of reunited in full force uh, at, at at Coachella. It was a beautiful thing. We saw the Tupac hologram uh, at, at Coachella, was which is awesome. We saw the last. Official? I don't know if it was the last. I, I know for me it was the last time I saw Outkast, Andre, and Big Boy uh, performing together uh, on, a, on, a, on, a, on a big stage. I think it was the last time I saw that. I, I, I don't know. They might have went on tour after that. But I think I'm pretty sure that Coachella performance from 2016, 2017 might have been the last like big Big thing. Anyway, Coachella is pretty special. That's all I'm saying. Uh, at the end of the day, Coachella is pretty special. Um, but it's been it's been shut down. For the last two weeks, I mean two two weeks, two years, uh, because of the COVID nineteen global pandemic um, and that kind of thing. So you, and you can get because if, if you ever seen Coachella, you know it's it's, it's like hundreds of thousands of crazy people. Um, about eighty seven percent of them was high as a kite. Uh, they out there in very close proximity, uh, you know, kind of having a good time, you know, <laughs> doing what they do. And uh, so basically, it was very. Very hard to, uh, to to have the concert, to have the the, the what is it? It's, it's a festival. That's what it is, right? Yeah, uh, to have it during this global pandemic. Uh, so I saw that the story came out two days ago. Uh, Coachella won't require masks, so no masks. That's one thing, and I mean, and, and that's you know, I mean, at the stage, okay, whatever. I mean, we nobody we're nobody wearing masks at the Super Bowl. Um, so, you know, and, and people have been having big gatherings and, and the mass thing has been kind of, you know, and it's cool, right? So I, I ain't tripping too much about that, but, but check this out though. So there's, there's not, not only there's no, you know, they won't require masks there. They won't require negative COVID tests or vaccination. So basically it's, it's pretty much, uh, uh, all hell, uh, is about to break loose, uh, at the world's largest, uh, COVID super spreader. I, I don't know. I, I'm just saying, I just feel like, I, I, I just feel like this right here is, and, and it's weird because like uh, just a few months ago, we went through this crazy surge, like Omicron, blah, blah, blah. Numbers going through the roof and everybody's getting sick everywhere. Um, and now everything's starting to calm down. I saw some stuff here in my city where they thinking about doing something over the next week about uh, relaxing mass mandates outside or, or, or whatever. Some, you know, they're thinking about kind of like doing that. And and now we got Coachella saying, hey, listen, come one, come all, uh, vaccinated or not. You can come with all the COVIDs you, that you got with you, Omicron, Delta, Sigma, Theta, bring them all and, uh, and just come and have a good time. Now, here's the thing. If uh, knowing this, if you and I don't know, they didn't. They, they, I don't know who with the artists who who's lined up to play Coachella this year. I mean, the, you know, it's so far off. I think it's in the, it's like it's gonna be like a few months from now. But uh, says so here, organizers for the 2022 Coachella Valley Music and Arts Festival and the 2022 Stagecoach Festival will no longer require negative COVID 19 tests or proof of vaccination from attendees. Uh, both festivals are slated to return this year for the first time since 2019 after being canceled for two years due to pandemic. I'm just saying, who if you are, if you're an artist, because I don't even know how the Coachella thing is. Is it a payday? I don't know. Is it a, is it, you get a, a payday for it? You know, do people uh, go crazy to go play at Coachella? I don't know. I don't know if it's if it's uh, unless you're like a new artist. Or uh, I think I, you know, I look at Coachella as a place for breaking artists or. Uh, but maybe a place for maybe older artists to maybe, you know, try to stir up a comeback or something like that. Um, don't know what the pay scale. I don't know if it's, you know, you volunteer to do. I don't know how that works. But but what I do uh, uh, want to know is knowing all of this and knowing the state of the world, uh, you know, the state of the world right now. Um, if you if you're an artist 
are you okay with this? And 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 and, and the ones who are okay, um, why are you okay with holding, um, uh, you know, just essentially a free a free for all for? I don't know. I'm just I'm 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 thoroughly confused about it. To be honest with you, I, you know, number one, I will say this. Uh, Q won't be there, okay? So you know, because I'm 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 weird about <laughs> this, this whole COVID. I'm 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 a little bit. I, I'm one of them weird people when it comes to this, this COVID thing. And I'm, it's just like with the whole mask thing. Let's talk about that for a minute, right? So I'm uh, I'm thinking, you know, and I think you know me and the wife and we talked about this a couple of times. I'm I'm in that small minority. I feel like even when things kind of get to a you know a very stable place. I think when I go outside, I think I'm still going to be putting a mask on my face when I go out of the house. I, 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 I'm saying this now because I mean we're in the, we're in the, we're in the middle of it right now, so you know it's. It, but I but I really feel like uh, I feel weird. Like you know, it's I don't know if you, if you guys you know go through this. Like you, you go to the store or whatever, you run in there to go grab the the chips or whatever, and uh, you get out the car and you get up to the door and you realize you ain't got your mask on. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, <clears throat> so what do you do? Are you in the camp that just go on into the store and, uh, and you know, and, and get your chips and your, and, your, and your joints? Or do you like me and my girl, we freak out and, you know, and go running back to the, to the, to the, to the uh, car. We're like, oh my God, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's almost like you don't want the, the elements to hit you. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm just weird. I, I feel like, you know, even when everybody else is, is kind of starting to come out of the mask, I think I'm probably still gonna be wearing it. Uh, you know, it's it's just it's, it's I don't know. I just, something about it just feel like, and I know I don't heard the uh, the people say, oh, the masks are only this percent effective and K nine five and K five nine, and you know, I don't heard it all. It's, I, I I'm just saying it's just for me. Uh, it's, it's one of them weird things, and I I just feel like I'm gonna wear it forever. I feel like I'm gonna be like, I don't know if you have, people who watch anime, y'all know what I'm talking about. You ever watch the animes, right? You watch the animes, and, and whenever the animes are taking place, like in Japan or China or somewhere, there's <coughs> there's always people <coughs> there's always people wearing masks, and they they started wearing the mask in those countries what twenty years ago, something like that, and they still wear them to this day. Even in the cartoon animes, you see the people wearing the masks in the in animes, and I feel like I'm gonna be like that. I just I, I really feel like I'm going to uh, be one of those people that. Um, that uh, that uh, that wear the mask forever. You know what I'm saying? So I just, it is, it is uh, it's, it's a scary thing. And then I'm thinking about the, like I see stuff like this, and, and again, I don't know what the protocols were for the Super Bowl. I don't know what the protocols were for uh, other large scale gatherings. Like I think they just recently had the WWE Royal Rumble. Um, they had that, and it was a lot of. I think it was like twenty thousand people there, something like that. Um. I don't know what the protocols were. Not sure. But uh, I just know that uh, people are just, you know, they're going out doing their thing and they're living their life. They are not going to let COVID or, or any kind of Omicron stop them from having a good time and going to concerts and going to Coachella and going to the Royal Rumble and going to WrestleMania and going to the, you know, and uh, the, I think you've got the all-star basketball thing is getting ready to come up here in Cleveland in, in, in a little bit. And um, people are going to be doing that too. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, Jonah Tucker says, we can't get in anywhere without a mask. So I'm angry when I forget. Trust me. That's, that's how I, listen, I, you know, I don't got to the habit where, <coughs> especially when I'm in the car, I put that joint on my face before I put the car in park. So like, as I'm pulling up, I'm grabbing a joint and I put it up my face before I even pull a key out and everything because I just hate getting out and forgetting and having to go back. I, I really don't like that. Um, and that kind of thing. So, you know, uh, I don't know. I just think we're gonna have to accept the fact that, and I know a lot of people, especially if you live where I live in the South, um, a lot of people <coughs> don't care, and they like whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, you know, I see them all the time. It's so weird because I, I work in, a, in you know in, a re, in retail, and uh, and it's so crazy. Like, I, I even have people uh, when they talk to me, like you know, we we would have had a nice exchange or whatever, and they and they go to they go to shake my hand, like 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 it's still 2017, and I'm like, bro, here's the elbow, you know. <laughs> There you go. I'm just, you know, like I, I don't know, you know, we in a, we live in a crazy, crazy time, <clears throat> time right now. It's it's a very, very weird time. But uh, 
I'm interested to see. I really, I really am interested to see what is going to happen on the other side of this. So I'm hoping that, you know, I get a chance to see it and no nothing crazy happen where I don't get a chance to see it. But I want to know how does, how does, how does the world come out of this global pandemic, modern global pandemic, because it ain't like you know, the, the world hasn't been through this before, um, but it was back, you know, and, and was, now we have technology and we got, you know, and it's, it's weird, but um, <clears throat> interesting to see that. This is very, very interesting to see it. Uh, so moving, we're going to move on. World. So how many people who listen to me right now uh, kind of like what Marvel did with the cinematic universe, right? You know, I think it was genius. You know, I, I think, because it's almost like, um, so, you know, like back in the day, we had, uh, you know, sequels. Like, you know, that was uh, the, Night, the Nightmare on M Street part one, and then there was part two and part three, whatever, whatever. So, you know, you had, you had your sequels. <clears throat> and that kind of kept the story kind of going. But this, this thing is a little bit different where, you know, you, you start... With with like Iron Man, and then and then you, then you then you start telling the stories of Captain America and 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 the Hulk, and and then you bring them all together, and you know, whilst and like never been done in in, in the industry before, and uh, and so I think people like Courtney Kemp, shout out to Courtney Kemp, I, I think Courtney Kemp is one of the most brilliant black women I've seen in a very very long time. Her and Fifty Cent, what what they're doing with this with this power uh, situation, and I don't know. Maybe maybe it's a lot of hyperbole coming from me because I, I'm a fan, but but I feel like I feel like they are so far ahead of everybody else uh, when it comes to writing TV. Like like they got things planned for like years and years and years to come. There are five spinoff power shows. In case you didn't know, <laughs> there are five of them in the works. Two of them we haven't even well, one of them we haven't seen yet. So we, we just started. Book four, but that's one we still ain't even seen yet. So it, it, it is it is amazing to me um, that they thought that far in advance to be able to take this original story of power, which is amazing, by the way. Uh, very, very, very awesome. Like, you know, this legendary series, you know, your Sons of Anarchy, your Breaking Bad, you know, shows like that I think are, are you know, deserves like a couple, like, you know, a couple watch throughs. Uh, you know, some people say Walking Dead, but I, I've never seen I, I never got into that show. Um, never could get past the first episode. But people say they like that too. But, you know, there are shows that people just go back and watch, you know, the series over and over and over again. And, and Power is definitely going to be one of them. And, and what's special about it, you know, is that it's black, right? And, and so, and I know... That's taboo, like you, you know, you. But yeah, that, that's to me. That's that's the special part about this whole thing, is that Courtney Kemper Fifty Cent beat the white people to the punch, on uh, on this whole Universal TV. Well, I guess Marvel kind of dabbled in a little bit with their with their Netflix shows a little bit, you know. And I guess you know Courtney Fifty probably saw what they were doing there. It's like, oh, you know, let's take uh, these characters from this show and you know and do all these things or, or, or whatever. You know what I mean, like. But but I, I am just like so enthralled with the whole the whole entire thing. Like the original Power Story was so good, I was actually very upset that it was that it that it ended. So when they announced at the end, like whoa whoa, you know I know you upset, you know because of the way the story ended, and you know you you, you were left unfulfilled or <laughs> whatever it was, right? Here you go. We're gonna tell five brand new stories. Based on the characters that were in this original show, and I'm like, yo, that is, that is ridiculous, right? How, you know how you gonna do that? So you got the story of the sun, you know, book two, go. Say so you talked about what happens after, you know, this this kid goes to what he goes. So I don't want to spoil power for nobody if you haven't seen the original power. So I ain't gonna tell you, I ain't gonna spoil nothing. But you know, being able to see what happens to this kid after all the stuff that happens in the original power, amazing stuff, man. And so far, two seasons in. Power Book Two is everything that that the original Power was. You know, it did like the thing that's really crazy. It's like the way they introduced new. So the only person, only people that kind of walked through the gates from the original Power to Power Book Two was you know Michael Rainey Jr., Tariq, and uh, his friend, his wife friend uh, Braden. Everybody else was pretty much new. It's a couple of little ones sprinkled here and there. You know, you had Effie and a couple other ones that kind of came over from the other show. But not a whole lot. Most of the cast was brand new. Mary J. Blige and, and, and all of the Tata family. And they would have introduced that whole entire thing. 
Beautiful, beautiful stuff uh, and on on the writer's part. I think uh, they did a good job. And to be able to tell that story uh, from Tariq's point of view, uh, pretty amazing stuff, right? They've been doing pretty good. So that was, that was Power Book 2, and that kept the timeline going. Then in Power Book 3, they decided to go back in time. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I'm watching time. What? <laughs> you serious right now? Yeah, so Power Book 3, they... they um, they go back in time, and they tell Kanan's story, right? So they go back to the '90s, and and, and it's so crazy because you can be, you could be watching because I think Power Book Three came on right after Power Book Two's season one finale, and it goes back 20 years, and you don't feel out of place or disjointed or nothing like that. And, and you know, you go all the way back 20 years to when, you know, uh, all these characters were, were young and in high school and stuff like that. It's like, and it just, <laughs> the, the story just flows so naturally. And then, and it was crazy. You go back to Power Book 2. So after you go back 20 years with Raising Canaan, you go back to the present with Power Book 2 goes and you start telling a Tariq story again, which is, and again, it didn't feel disjointed. It didn't feel... It didn't feel weird, you know what I'm saying? It didn't. It didn't feel like, oh my god, well, wait a minute, like why are we going back 20? Like I don't understand. Like everything just made so much sense, right? Uh, then at the end, of the Power Book uh, Two, Season Two. Now you got Power Book Four, uh, Force. Tommy story starts. Now, now keep in mind, Tommy's story starts from the very end of the original Power. So all the stuff that didn't happen in Power Book Two, and then jumping back 20 years. It is still like you go back in time a little bit again to to what happened at the end of, of of the original power and to see what happens with Tommy. And again, it don't feel like you don't feel like it don't feel like you you jumping around like it's like you kind of completely understand the story and and the way they're telling it is like sure they're moving around a little bit, but everything makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Everything makes sense. And and then this one in Power Book Four. Tommy pretty much is solo dolo. Like he he is really the lone person from the original show uh, showing up on this. You know, again, we got a surprise uh, from from one character in the second episode, but whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, but amazing stuff, right? And all this time, you still building stories from uh, for Rashad Tate's character, the the crooked politician who's been around since the original Power shows up in Power Book Two. You know what I mean? And then he will get Power Book Five uh, influence at the end of all all of it. And, and and I'm saying I'm excited for that too. It's just the whole thing. I know I'm trying to break it down so people can understand who ain't who don't watch it, who don't understand like. Like, cause it's a lot. It's a lot of moving parts. <laughs> it's a lot of moving parts, a lot. And but 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 it, but it all like if you watch in a chronological order, if you watch it from the beginning to like where we are now, everything makes sense, man. Everything everything makes sense, you know. So it's 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 they did like the writing, like whoever, like like I said, Courtney Kemp, fifty cent, like whoever writing the story, kudos to him. You know, with a, with a few little weird things here and there, like. Uh, age discrepancy and in season two of, of, of book two with one of the characters like a little bit of an age discrepancy when they was telling the story they had to kind of bail themselves out of that a few little minor things like that but other than that it was you know they, they've been they've been pretty spotless you know uh so says it was dope it's wondering how tommy would play it but it's so good it's good so far yeah to, tommy looked like he ready to tommy look tommy tommy was on his way to cali after leaving New York, after seeing his his buddy get killed, you know, and Tommy I've seen a lot. Tommy is one rugged character, man. Like, like that is that is. I you know I, when they talked about the original spinoffs when they first announced them, and I was mad that they was pushing Tommy way down to, to number four because I really wanted to see uh, Joseph Sakura bring that character back because that that Tommy character is like a wild one, boy. Like it, you know, him and Ghost together in the in the original Power was was dope. And then like, I loved the you know the I don't know if it was a season four season five uh, when they turned up they were they were against each other. It was oh my god, it's so it's so good, it's so, it's so good, right? So so whoever in the audience who hasn't saw Power or tapped into the Power universe, I beg you. I beg you to take a look at it. Now, while we're talking about it, you still got shows like, you know, and, and that's what I say about black excellence right, right now. I think what they're doing with the Power Universe is special because it's a, it's all interconnected and it's, and it's all these different books. And I think that in, in and of itself makes it very unique. But then there's shows like Snowfall 
And then I'm telling you, like, I just, this Bel Air jump off? <laughs> boy, I, I'm telling you, <laughs> if you ain't seen this Bel Air jump, boy, you missing out on some good TV. You, you know, you missing, if you ain't seen the Bel Air joint, you need to get up on it. The Bel Air, the, I don't even know what I was expecting going in. Um, just knew that it was like, I saw those early trailers when, you know, the dude was pitching the joint and, and then Will picked it up and was, thought it was dope and he wanted, you know, sign on and wanted to do it. And I was like, well, this is a nice take on the Bel Air story because, you know, because honestly, let's be real. The, the, the original Bel Air, Prince of Bel Air story was kind of corny, right? You know, but, but it was, you know, it was, it was for TV and it was a different time, you know, back then and, and all that. And, and, and so, you know, it, it was kind of believable, but, but at the same time, it wasn't, right? So, you know, I, I always, every time I see these old uh, Fresh Prince uh, shows, I always wonder, like, if, if, if Will was really from the hood, right? If Will was really, really, really from the hood, how did he, because I, I know they tried to play it in the show, like it, it took him some, uh, you know, he had some, some. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Weird adjustment period or whatever. But on this new show, the adjustment period seemed like it was more believable. And I know they weren't gonna show that this kind of stuff on the on a family show, you know, on NBC back in the day. But it was always like a little bit off because this is here you go. You're taking a dude from the hood, plucking him up out of the hood, dropping him off, you know, in this in this environment with these crazy people who just like they they so rich that they don't really know about they don't really see what's really happening right like right in front of their face a lot of the time. Like it, it's it's very weird. It was very weird. Like and so the show seemed a little bit unbelievable to me back back then. But but I took it because it was like it was a a family sitcom, right? So it, it was what it was. So this 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 whole thing. Uh, it's a, a breath of fresh air to me because I actually get to see realistically, like what 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 really what really happened. Like if this you know, how did this story really really come about? And you know, dude, like the way they the way they set it up was, was oh my god. I, I mean, I don't I don't know if you could have done any better than that. Like you know, aside from. But then again, you know, hoods are different. I'm a hood dude. I'm, a, you know, I, I, and I'm not ashamed to say it. I seen some wild stuff in the hood. I don't, you know, I don't seen some some wild stuff. You know, basketball games can get can get elevated and they can they can they can get hype. I just, I mean, that was a little much. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, right? You know, but but you know, it's the hood. So, and I mean, I, you know, my hood in South Carolina. It's way different from the hood of Philly in South Philly or West Philly, wherever the hell he's from. West Philly, right? Um, <clears throat> so maybe them dudes are a little, bit, a, little bit, a little bit more gangster in West Philly. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know. But, you know, the magic of what they're doing here, though, is a reimagining of what's, what, like, this cutesy show. I mean, let's do a character breakdown, Rick. We'll start with, with, with the, Will, the Will Smith character, right? A lot of... Now he's probably the most similar to the original source material out of all the characters, right? Maybe him and, and Unviv are probably the most similar, right? Except for Unviv being like this artist or whatever, you know. And then we saw her get, you know, kind of get a little, little busy with the principal or whatever, you know. She so she got she got some stuff with her, but 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 Will, the Will character, you know, he's kind of he got he kind of goofy, you know, this that and the third. Um, and so he got jokes and he got to be swagalicious and he got to, you know, and that's cool. And, 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 I'm, and I'm about it. I'm about it. I, I, I dig it. I, 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 I fully accepted it. Um, but then let's, let's, let's just start from the get go. Like the one, the, 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 the elephant in the room, the one that everybody's talking about is Jeffrey. <laughs> Jeffrey's character. Right. So Jeffrey originally was straight up from 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 London, right? Black dude in London. He didn't really have a, that much of a backstory, if I remember correctly. But this Jeffrey fled Jamaica on some gangster stuff to to London. Uh, got raised up there, and I mean, you, you, you look at him. He he looked like he might have some sinister 
gangster moves up in him. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying. But keep your eyes on Jeffrey, bro. I'm just saying, right? You know what I mean? And instead of him being like the butler, butler, he's the house manager, which really he's more like Phil's homeboy almost. Because, you know, they they be chilling. They, they, they confide in each other. And they got like a real uh, homeboy vibe with one another, right? I, I believe Phil... And and I feel like I feel like Jeffrey is feels like I ain't gonna say henchman, but it's like his confidence right hand man. You know what I'm saying? Like like Jeffrey know where the where the bodies are buried. You know what I mean? Like Jeffrey know, Je- Jeffrey definitely know where the bodies are buried. I guarantee it. And uh, and then speaking of Phil, uh, Philip 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 was serious. I mean, we saw Philip with his for uh, his uh, fraternity brothers out there turning up. You know what I mean? Like. You know, Philip got a pass. I, you know, and I'm pretty sure we'll we'll, we'll figure it out here pretty soon. But but Philip got some shadiness going on with him. Uh, so and I and I like because the original Uncle Phil, big in in look, you know James Avery, you know rest in peace. Like he he played like there'll never be a, it, nobody can completely replace the real Uncle Phil. But this Philip, I like. I, I like I like because he's not goofy and you know he, he's a little bit more serious. You know and uh, and I kind of and I, and I love it. Um, Hillary, what they did with Hillary? I never was a fan of the original Hillary, you know, and I, and I get why they why they casted the, her the way they did back in the day because you needed to have that you know Valley Girl type situation. Like, how would it look if a black girl acted like this or whatever, whatever? You know what I mean? I, I get it, you know what I mean. But though, what they doing here is you know she's trying to do the social media thing and you know and they ain't working out as well as she wanted to be. And mom is like all pissed off about it. Yo, I love it, <laughs> absolutely, love it. and the fact that you know. The way Hillary used to dress uh, on the original show, I don't know if y'all picked this up. I don't know if y'all saw it or not, but if you peeped Hillary's outfits that she was rocking on the show, they 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 paying homage to the original Hillary, and I thought it was pretty dope, right? Uh, Ken says uh, original Hillary is better than the Empower Hillary. You, you really you don't you don't, you're not feeling the uh, you don't like the new the new Empowered because she's not really empowered. Remember she's she's a little bit of a failure. You know what I mean? I mean she talk a big game, but she ain't you know. I don't know. <laughs> but but I don't know. The original Hillary didn't do it for me. I, you know, I didn't. In fact, I didn't think she was attractive. You know, she was supposed to be pretty, and I didn't. I didn't think she was that. It, 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 it didn't do it for me. That 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 whole that thing didn't work. This one does. I actually like it. You know what I mean? I actually like it a lot. Um, we talked about Vivian, right? And uh, Vivian, yeah, I think you know they casted her pretty good. I don't think we really saw. We ain't really seen Vivian. Her character kind of. You know, uh, well, she got she she got it. She got her social media is popping, but it's but is it what she really? It ain't it ain't. She didn't get to the point where she wanted to get to. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I, so yeah, failure might have been the wrong word. Uh, she hasn't really got to where she want to want to be. Yeah, because I mean, you know, being being popular on social media is one thing, but what a, what the money at? That's what Vivian's saying. Like, dude, like you've been living in the pool house. You ain't making no money. You know what I'm saying, right? Like dropping out of school and whatnot. Like you need to, you know, just because people want to see you on Instagram live. I mean, ain't no money coming in from that. Let's 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 get it. You know what I mean, right? You know, but but I I don't think we've really seen yet in those first three episodes. I don't think we've seen um, Vivian like really break out yet. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I think Vivian Vivian. I mean, this whole thing between her and Hillary. It ain't, it ain't gonna be pretty, you know. So, who that leads? That leads jazz. jazz is cool. I mean, jazz is jazz is all right. I like what they did with jazz. You know, I'm, I'm waiting to see if we gonna see because there's been a couple Easter eggs here and there. Uh, you know, like the line about you know we asked him what was up. We asked where what was going on. It's like ah, uh, you know, I got in one little fight, but mom got scared. You know, you know. So there's been little Easter eggs dropped in there. I want to see Philip throw jazz out of the. <laughs> I know it's gonna come. I know it's coming. I know it's coming. It is definitely coming. But uh, I, I know it's got it's gonna it's gotta happen at least once. It's, it's got to. Philip got to throw Jazz out. So Jazz never went inside the house yet. So he ain't, he ain't hung out in there yet or nothing like that. But but uh, but Philip got to throw him out, yo. And uh, that's gonna be hilarious. And I'm waiting on that. That's what I'm waiting on. But let's end it with this. The character everybody want to talk about. Uh, uh, I says uh, I want Fresh Prince version two, not Bel Air. Uh, see, I don't know. I, I'm digging this, I'm, and, and, and one of the main reasons why is because of this guy we're getting ready to talk about now, Carlton. Man, when they wrote Carlton in this in this show, Lord have mercy, who had the pen, right? <laughs> this dude right here. I mean, 
Oh, so so we, we knew certain things about the original Cardin, right? Like, you know, he he might have been Republican. I don't know. I can't remember. Um, you know, he was always kind of against the grain a little bit. Uh, so he wasn't really feeling like a whole lot of the, the like the, the 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 black culture stuff. Like, you know, he kind of thought it was goofy and he, and, and, we, and he was above it and all of this. Now we see him take that, that, that to a different level. Um, and I, I don't want to spoil that for people who ain't saw it yet. But but I but I gotta talk about this one particular scene uh, where the Willis walk into the locker room and and they go Carlton he the only black person in there you know with his little lacrosse teammates they listening into Bobby Schmurda right they got the Bobby Schmurda on full tilt on full tilt when I say when I say they got the Bobby Schmurda on full tilt yo they got the white boy standing on the bench every time he, the, the song said nigga this dude was like leaning real hard into it. <laughs> I'm talking about he was leaning real hard into it. And, um, and Will was like looking at this like, what in the fresh hell is happening right now? And and how is Corton the blackest dude on the show? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, how you in here dancing with him like this, man? Let boy that with that right there was to me. That 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 embodied that that uh that Carlton character, and then you know all the other stuff with the drugs and and, and you know and his little nasty little you know villainous like you know attitude. Ah, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be it's gonna be good to see what happens with Carlton and 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 then eventually seeing how him and uh, and Will get back on the same page. But that Carlton is a, I mean, it's a beautifully written character, you know, and it's always got to be some type of heel, uh, some type of villain in the show. That's not like the gangsters that's chasing them, right? Because we know we know that. That's 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 obvious. That they, there's there's gangsters chasing them, and uh, it, but that's not the like you gotta have some villainous dude, and and it's his cousin Carlton. Like out of all people, Carlton is is the villain. You know what I mean? Or a villain, one of the villains, right? Um, gotta say, I'm I'm very impressed. It's like super duper. Uh, super duper impressed with the with the whole entire thing is is cannot wait to see what they uh, what they do with with that show. Uh, uh, we got we got to wait a couple more weeks to the end of the 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 the, the month to see Snowfall. I want to see uh, what they gonna do with that because I've, I've been loving that show. Um, that show been been great. I think that that hiatus was a little bit too long. You know what I'm saying? Um, so uh, Carlton used to be lame. Now he an a hole. Well, yeah, you know. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. So, okay, so <laughs> the Super Bowl performance, and I'm going to close the show up with this because um, I, I don't know. <laughs> okay, I've been, I've, been, I've been reading a bunch of different things, okay? Uh, I've been reading, well, for first, for people who are unaware, I don't know who would be unaware because the Super Bowl, people, everybody know about the Super Bowl and everybody know about the Super Bowl halftime uh Performance, right? So it was Dr. Dre, it was Snoop, it was Kendrick Lamar, it was Mary J. Blige, it was uh, Eminem, and we got a surprise performance from the one and only 50 Cent. Okay, so um, so let me tell you what, what I've been hearing, right? I got a text from my homeboy, Mark, right? He's a hip-hop head just like me. He's like, yo, he's like, yo, 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 was that like the dopest like most legendary like Super Bowl performance you ever seen in your life. And I'm like, yeah, it was it was it was it was pretty damn dope. But I mean like it was we never really saw hip hop represented on that stage like that before ever. You know, if a rapper popped up, you know, it was like them doing a feature for somebody. They did like a little part. I think uh Juicy J popped up uh uh for uh Katy Perry, right? I think it's something something like that a couple of years ago. Missy Elliott popped up one time, um, so on and so forth, right? And uh, but but the whole set though was was straight up hip hop, right? Uh, thanks, okay, thanks. Jigga did play a part in it, right? He played a part in it, but were there caveats to be made though, right? Were there caveats to be made because there are certain things that's been circulating since the performance uh, that Dre and 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 Kendrick and M in particular had. Well, even Snoop, there was a thing about Snoop as well. They had said that there were certain things that they were they didn't they were they were kind of hoping that they didn't so let's start with Snoop they said that there in no way wanted Snoop to um show his affiliation to the Southside Crips right um but there he go throwing up the, the the gang signs and Crip walking all over that Super Bowl stage right um didn't care what they said you know what I mean right 
Um, there was there was rumors about uh, you know uh, Eminem uh, wanting to kneel, uh, you know, for you know like Kaepernick style. Uh, you know, c- kind of that was weird to me because why would M want to do that so bad when that whole Kaepernick thing was like two or three years ago? I don't know, but he but he knows anyway. He anyway, right? Um, so that that happened. Uh, they told Kendrick uh, in his song, his performance of the song "All Right," uh, allegedly um, that you know his line about hating. Uh, we hate Popo. Uh, we we need you to 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 not do that line. Uh, and Kendrick kind of censored, censored this line a little bit. He was a, the only one who kind of censored uh, things a little bit. Uh, where it was that they came to Dre and was like, Dre, um, in your performance, there is there's a line about you know you still not loving police. Uh, we 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 gonna need you to not do that, and um, he did it anyway. But after reading all this stuff and everybody saying, hey, uh, it was restrictions, the NFL came down. They was like, oh, it was a hip hop show, so we don't want all this. Cra-. Like basically, the, the 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 story in the narrative was um, that NFL never got involved with nobody else's performance, right? And you know, no no nobody got in, in, in involved with Bon Jovi or. Uh, Sting or any of these legendary ZZ Top. The NFL never said a thing to them. Never even went and even like worried about what their what their uh, rehearsals even looked like. Word on the street was that um, for for weeks the NFL had people at the the rehearsals trying to see and hear what Dre and them was doing and saying, right? Um, and then reporting it back like, yo, they 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 saying, you know, nigga, they 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 kneeling, you know what I'm saying? They crib walking and shit, like, you know, like what's what's going on, right? You know? Uh Ken says, well, you gotta think other people's performance didn't likely have anti-cop references, so the NFL didn't have anything to say. Oh, absolutely. I hundred percent agree. I, I agree with that. I, I agree with but but the, the problem I have with it is that even um even people who who sing about stuff uh, like like I said Sting and uh, what's the uh, Billy Joel like all these guys made in the USA that guy who did that song and about the America stuff like you know all that stuff was going on and and, and there was lyrics in there about you know being you know it was a super patriotic stuff and nobody said anything about them but I'm just saying why why we got to have rules and regulations for. Uh, you know, a hip hop act. Now, now, if it's supposed to be these guys getting this twelve minutes to show off their culture and show off their legacies, uh, you should let them be. And now, and granted, they they know better than to go up there and cuss and, and, and you know and do f the police and all. I mean, come on, like this is Super Bowl, you can't do that. You know what I mean? But come on, man. You know, everybody want to use a platform to uh, to make a statement, right? And uh, and listen, you know, those lines were written specifically to make a statement. And 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 so here we are on the biggest stage ever, and now you're telling us we 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 can't do it. He says, at least we got a foot in the door, and next year it could be bigger if the numbers back. I mean, maybe. And and like I said, Drain them, Drain them backed it up. Dre Drain them said, uh, let me see if I can see what they I'll let y'all hear what they said. So um after all that stuff he was was writing and saying on Twitter, um, Dre and them was like, nah. You know, I, it, we understand what people were saying, but this is what it, what it really is. So this is what Dre said. Let me, let me play this for you guys. There are a couple of things that happened during the show that, where people are wondering if the NFL had any say-so in this. One of them being uh, M taking, taking a knee um, behind you at that point. And then the other being that Kendrick uh, didn't, either he didn't say it or it was censored. We couldn't tell watching on TV, but there's a line where he says, we hate the popo. And he didn't say popo, or at least we didn't hear it. Did the NFL weigh in on any of that? Well, I'm sorry. There were a few things that we had to um, change, but it was like really minor things. Um, M taking the knee, that was M doing that on his own. And there was no problem with that. Um, I think, you know, the beginning of Kendrick's sets, he says, um, if Pyrus and Crips all, they had a problem with that. So we had to take that out. No big deal. We get it. But... Mm-hmm. All in all, everybody came in, we were professional, everybody was on time, and everybody really felt the magnitude of what this thing was and, and what we were going to be able to accomplish. And it was it was a fantastic experience. Big huge word. Big huge word. So, so Dre, Dre was saying, listen, bro, 
you know, we, we just wanted to really rock that stage, right? So, like, the things that they asked us to do, yeah, it, it's, it was, it's, it, it was, it was, it was minor in the grand scheme. I, I would say that it was, it was minor in the grand scheme, but also in the grand scheme of, of what this whole thing is really about. If we go back to the reason why Kaepernick took the knee and the reason why uh, there are lines in the songs about hating the popo, <clears throat> then are we are we are we brushing it under the rug by saying, listen, don't talk about that on the stage, right? And and that's the I think that's the main argument. I think that's the argument that some people got. Like, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's cool. I understand, what, what, you know, that this is a big stage. This is not, you know, the Showtime of the Apollo or, you know, some little, you know, little neck of the woods type of. So this is the freaking Super Bowl, right? You, you know, this is a uh, pretty much a, a worldwide audience, not just a national uh, audience, but a but a worldwide uh, global audience, and uh, yeah, we need to kind of like I don't know cater to that a little bit, and <clears throat> I don't know. I just I just feel like it was a missed opportunity, right? I, I feel like for people who, you know, who maybe was missing the boat, maybe people who who who, who have not been uh, enlightened, or people who are just not really been paying attention. Uh, well, you paying attention to this damn Super Bowl performance, right? Um, and now you hear this guy talking about well, if you know. If, if gangsters and stuff all got along, you know, they'd be holding hands by the end of the song. Why can't we say that? Like, I don't, I don't understand. Like, what's, the, it's a positive message. Why, 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 why can't we say it? Right. You know, um, I don't know. This, this, this is my take on it. I just, I feel like, I felt like it was, it was handcuffed a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, and, and again, at, at the end of the day, you know, they, Dre and them accomplished what they wanted to accomplish. They got to show their legacy. They got to show, uh, that hip hop is bigger than what a lot of people thought it was going to be. It, it finally, hip hop has finally made it to the big Super Bowl stage. So, like, you know, there's not a a place in in in, in pop culture that hip hop hasn't permeated, uh, you know, except for that that, that Super Bowl stage. And, and now that that's been that's been done, and and of course they had to take a little bit of a hit to to accomplish that. I don't I, I don't know 100 agree with it, but I, but I understand. You know what I mean? So I I, I get it. It's just. You know, I feel like uh, at the end of the day, we they got the job done um, at at a cost. I mean, sometimes you know, integrity. You, you know, it's, it's, it's integrity is one of the things that I think holds more value to, to to some people, and 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 not enough with other people. You know what I mean? Like, so some people integrity is a, is, a, is a big ass deal, and um, for other people, it's like, yeah, whatever, man. It's I, you know, I I got to perform in the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? So like. You know, it is what it is. Ain't too many people can say they got an opportunity to do that. So, you know, at the end of all things, um, I'm not mad. I'm not mad that, uh, I mean, I was almost expected. I'm actually surprised that Dre took it as well as he did. You know what I'm saying? I'm actually surprised that he was that he was cool uh, like that, you know, instead of, you know, it being, you know, some static or whatever. You know what I mean? But, you know, um, like I said, at the end of the day, they 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 accomplished what they wanted to accomplish, and I and I think uh, they took a small integrity hit for it. But but like you said, uh, like like Keon said, it's 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 a foot in the door, and um, you know, and, and like really, it would be nice if 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 they could go and do some hip hop songs that they had nothing to do with um, you know police brutality or, or, or anything like that. That would be the the bigger situation, right? If we didn't have to constantly revisit that subject. But unfortunately, uh, it's the it's part of the world we live in. So, uh, with that being said, I want to thank everybody who came out tonight too. Uh, check me out on my uh, on on the BQW podcast. Um, the show is always fun, and it's always uh, really cool for me to do. I get to get a lot of lot of things off my chest that that you know that I, that I can't do otherwise. Uh, that's why you know I had to create my own little podcast platform so I can uh, you know talk about a lot of things that I. That I be feeling, you know what I mean, and you know, and I want to share my, my thoughts and ideas with with the rest of you guys. And I'm glad that whether you guys agree with me or not, that you do come out and check me out and see what I'm saying and see what I'm talking about and that kind of thing. Um, with all that being said, uh, I definitely want to uh, say again, thank you. And if uh, and if everything keep going the way it's going, we will try, we'll try to get this podcast. Look, this is what I'm gonna commit to. I'm going to commit to. Right now, I know what my guy, my my podcast growth guy, he's he's trying to get me to do two two podcasts a week. 
And uh, yeah, that that ain't. <laughs> I'm, saying, I'm, I'm already doing. I'm already doing two podcasts. Week. I'm doing smart guys podcast, and I'm doing this one. But 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 I'm gonna try to do. I am gonna commit to giving you guys the BQW on Tuesday nights. Right? That's the, you know what? Let's let's do that. Let's let's commit to that. Right? And we'll see where it goes from there. Right? Because if you know if if it uh. If it picks up and, you know, I get some people on here who want to, you know, share their thoughts too and things like that. Um, maybe it'll grow a little bit. You know what I'm saying, right? Because uh, we've been doing a pretty good job on the Smart Guys Tech Podcast. The numbers look pretty good on that show. Uh, but, of course, we've been doing that show for quite a while. This one is a little bit new. This is only the uh, fifth episode versus we are on episode 49. We just finished episode 49 yesterday. Uh, of this season of Smart Guys uh, yesterday, last night. Episode 49 of this season, which I think it's like season six or something like that. I don't know. We did a lot of episodes of Smart Guys, a lot of episodes. Make sure you guys, you, if you, you want to get your tech fix, uh, you want to hear dudes talk junk about tech. Like, listen, it, it gets a little crazy on, on, on Smart Guys. Like, there's a bunch of, you know, we, we some nerdy dudes that kind of real serious about our technology and we, we, and we talk about it on the Smart Guys. That's Mondays live on YouTube and Twitter and uh, the uh, uh, pl- uh, the Big Q's World Facebook page uh, that will be at 6.30. What's it, 6.30? 6.30 or 6 o'clock on, uh, on Mondays. Uh, that's what we do. And then we're going to do Tuesdays around 9. Uh, look, I tried to do around 9. 9 is what I'm shooting for. 9 o'clock on Tuesday nights. Uh, BQW, Big Q's World Podcast. I uh, try to bring you guys the show. We'll try to keep it culturally opinionated around here. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, I'm your boy, Big Q, representing Big Q's World. Again, follow me on my socials at Big Q's World. Until next time, man, I will see y'all. And again, thanks for everybody who came out and thanks for everybody who's listening and downloading the podcast. Uh, make sure you guys give me some nice uh, little likes and subscribe. And on the podcast front, uh, giving me some good uh, reviews. I'm out of here, y'all. I'll catch y'all next week. Peace. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.